Kanecast episode number 13, a review of the performance of our small cap quality select portfolio in the third quarter of 2014. Welcome to Kanecast, a podcast series by Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management, where we offer timely commentary on the performance of financial markets, the global economy, and our various investment strategies. Hi, this is Todd Bailey, manager of the small cap quality select portfolio here at Kane Anderson Rudnick. Today, I'm going to review the third quarter of 2014. I'll make some comments about the general market and then discuss our portfolio. First, the numbers. Small cap quality select declined 2.1% net of fees in the third quarter of 2014. This compares to a decline of 7.4% in the Russell 2000. Year to date, our portfolio has declined 11.8%, while the Russell 2000 has declined 4.4%. Over the trailing five years, our portfolio has increased approximately 18% on average annually net of fees, while the Russell has increased about 14%. So, despite a decline so far in 2014, the small cap market, which Russell defines as companies with market valuations below $7 billion, has provided a very healthy return of about 14% annually since 2009. Over the past seven years, which encompasses the financial crisis of 2008, the annualized return has been about 6%, which is a rate closer to the long-term average and an amount I believe will more closely approximate future average annual returns. Of course, each individual year will vary possibly significantly from that average. In a reversal from 2013, small cap stocks have lagged large stocks this year. Measured by the S&P 500, large cap stocks have returned about 8% thus far in 2014, outpacing the 4% decline in the Russell 2000. In 2013, the Russell gained about 39%, beating the 32% of the S&P 500. I'm not sure what, if anything, there is to read into these variations in returns, but you should know that the reason I focus my investment efforts on stocks of smaller companies is not that I believe they will outperform large companies as a group, but rather because there is a better chance of finding favorable individual situations because there are many more companies and fewer people looking. Turning to our portfolio, our position in Chef's Warehouse has been the cause of the portfolio's decline in value this year. Let me provide some perspective on this holding. We first purchased Chef's in 2012 at prices ranging from $13 to $18 per share. Our thesis was, and continues to be, that as the largest independent distributor of specialty foods to restaurants in the U.S., the company benefits from sizable scale advantages over the many small specialty food distributors. This advantage is evidenced by consistent market share gains and healthy profitability the company has enjoyed over many years since its founding in 1985. Chefs can purchase product at lower prices due to its higher volume, and has a lower operating cost per delivery due to its greater number of customer drops per route. This enables the company to provide better customer service through more frequent deliveries, smaller order sizes, and later order cutoff times while maintaining higher profitability levels than its smaller competitors. Meanwhile, the food distribution industry entails low risk of obsolescence and enjoys relatively persistent demand. After our initial purchase, the price increased to a high of $29 at the end of 2013 as the business progressed and investors became enthused. 2014 has been a different story. First, severe winter weather in the Northeast, which is Chef's primary market, 
hurt results at the beginning of the year. Also, management has increased spending on technology, regional sales managers, and warehouse expansions to support future growth. Additionally, rapid inflation in beef prices has hurt gross profits at a recently acquired beef company because it takes time for a distributor to pass abrupt price inflation onto customers. These forces have pressured current profitability and caused the stock to fall back to about $16 currently. I believe the fundamental aspects of our original investment thesis remain intact and that the company's profitability will improve over time as the higher fixed costs are absorbed by increasing revenue and as higher product prices are passed on to customers. Although there have been several bumps in the road, organic growth in revenue, case volume, deliveries, and new customers continues to be very healthy, while gross margins have remained relatively stable. Chef's remains our largest holding, as I believe we will earn an attractive return on this investment over the coming years. At the portfolio level, we made only minor changes to our holdings during the third quarter. We added to our position in Chef's as the price declined, and to fund that purchase, we reduced our holdings of Mercado Libre and CDW. Our holdings remain unchanged in name from the previous quarter. As of September 30, they were, in order of magnitude, the Chef's Warehouse, NVE, UFP Technologies, Primerica, Mercado Libre, and CDW. We appreciate the trust you have placed in us by allowing us to oversee your investment and will continue to manage your capital with diligence. This concludes my comments. Thank you for listening. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management. Kane Anderson Rudnick provides this communication as a matter of general information. The opinions stated herein are those of the speakers and not necessarily the opinions of Kane Anderson Rudnick or its affiliates. Portfolio managers at Kane Anderson Rudnick make investment decisions in accordance with specific client guidelines and restrictions. As a result, client accounts may differ in strategy and composition from the information presented herein. Any facts and statistics quoted are from sources believed to be reliable, but they may be incomplete or condensed, and we do not guarantee their accuracy. This communication is not an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security, and it is not a research report. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions.